Hi, I'm Wendy Bright Fallon. And I'm Debbie Peterson. You're listening to Nourish Noshes, stories about real people, real food, and real life. We're integrative health counselors on a quest to make the world a healthier place. So glad you've joined us. So today we are going to talk about paleo diet, veganism, and raw food eating. It's interesting when we think about these names, I think in our culture, we're very interested in naming things. Labels. Labels. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when we get caught up in labels, we can get very pigeonholed and we can get really tied to a philosophy that may be good for us for a while. Right. And really supportive for us for a while until it's not that's right good and supportive that's right. anymore and people feel like they have to grab onto it and do it perfectly too that's the other thing it's like okay i'm gonna do paleo and i can't have this i can't do that right and it's hard to be restricted that way so that's part of our philosophy i guess that we're going to talk about <laughs> yeah yeah so not being restrictive with ourselves right and i find in our practice and i'm sure you do too that mm-hmm. the moment we get restrictive or, or put restrictions people want to rebel you know, it's oh, that yeah. moment that you do. I know. Yes. It's, it's yes. as soon as you say you can't have this or you shouldn't be doing this that you want to do it all of a sudden. Oh, we're like children yeah. always, right? Absolutely. You tell a child no, they are going to try it because we want to test the boundaries. That's and right. so if we put really heavy restrictions on ourselves around food, we will more than likely try to push those boundaries. Absolutely. Yep. It happens all the time. And when we push those boundaries and we end up falling off of those boundaries or not doing it correctly, what follows then? Guilt. That's right. Right? Yep, and we beat ourselves up. And that's not good either. No. no. And that's part of the, the holistic look of things is mm-hmm. that you don't want to beat yourself up. You don't want to stress out over trying to be healthy. You know, so it's like, it's, it's <laughs> sort of counteractive in a way. Well, I think you bring up a really interesting point that sometimes, um, I think you and I have both experienced this in the last eight years of trying to be overly healthy yeah. and it actually damaging our, either our social life or even our worry about being right That's with right. our body. I think, um, you know, over time we're learning and we're still learning. Always. Thank goodness. That's what makes it interesting. Right. Yeah. So let's dive into it. So let's talk a little bit about what paleo eating is, the paleo mm-hmm. diet or the paleo way of eating, um, mm-hmm. which is very popular right now. Yeah. Um, and it's, a, it's I, I almost don't want to call it a trend because it's so huge and mm-hmm. there's a lot of good behind it too. So it's... Yeah, for sure. Yes. There are a lot of amazing teachers out there in the paleo world that mm-hmm. I deeply respect and, and honor. And I think we can, one of the things we want to talk about today is gathering from all these trends, what fits us the best. But let's start off with paleo. You know, it's eating animal product and eating vegetables, mostly. Everything else kind of falls off. That's right. And the reason they call it paleo is going back in history to the time when, you know, Paleolithic era where we were hunters and Mm -hmm. gatherers. Mm -hmm. And all we had was uh, free range grass fed animals (laughs) and vegetation. And so the, I guess the core belief is that we eat purely, um, pure you know, grass-fed animals, really healthy, mm-hmm. um, organic greens, things that aren't tainted by the, the modern world right now. Right. A lot of processing. Right. Which, when agriculture came around, there's a lot of processing that goes into that um, bowl of oatmeal, for right. example. Right. Yeah. Or the rice or the 
pasta, right. for example. A lot right. of processing goes into that. So there's a lot of idea around agriculture. When agriculture began, our bodies can't keep up with the mass agriculture. Right. So our digestive systems very specifically. And so, you know, in that light, one of the things we want to point out today is we're all a little bit different. Right. And right. so we need to play around and honor that. That's right. Yeah, because the hardcore paleo people will not eat grains. Uh, they won't have any kind of sugar aside from honey, right? Maybe maple syrup? I think maple syrup. Maple yeah. syrup. They, most of them don't do dairy, right. and most of them also don't have any legumes right. at all. That's so right. no peanuts and no beans right. of any kind. Right. No soy. So it's pretty restrictive, you know, yeah. if you're doing that. And that actually is a good base for people to start at. If somebody's really trying to get healthy, especially if they're ill or not feeling well, it's a great place to start because it eliminates yeah. a lot of what we consider the sensitivities or the allergens that people have. Soy and dairy right, right off the bat. So and a lot of grains for people. That's it. Mm -hmm. So if you want to start that way, that's a great way to start. And then maybe if it works for you, keep on going. Um, if you want to introduce things in that you want to have beans or, you know, introduce things in slowly and see how your body reacts. Right. I believe that too. I think the paleo way of eating is fabulous. And that's sort mm -hmm. of my base, I guess. Like mm -hmm. Before I knew of paleo, that's sort of the base. Mm -hmm. But I'll add things in here and there. And sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. So take them out. <laughs> right. I think one of the other things people do with the paleo diet is they think, oh, I can eat all the animal protein that oh, I want. Right. So they might take the framework and take it to an extreme. Yes. And what you and I are talking about is really fill your plate with vegetables right. and then top it off with your protein of choice. Right. In in the paleo world, that is the right. animal product. Right. Because really, when it comes down to it, when we were hunter-gatherers, we didn't have an abundance of animal protein. It was hard to hunt. It was hard to get that. And you had right. to share it with your tribe. You had to share it. It wasn't, you know, you didn't have a 15-ounce steak in front of you every day for <laughs> dinner. So, <laughs> But they did have a lot of vegetation. You know, that was what they had to live on. That's all they had to live on for most days. So even to this day, that should be the biggest part of your plate, whether you're paleo or vegan or raw or whatever. So let's talk about... The vegan world and the raw world. Yeah. And we want everybody to know, too, that we have both been all three of these. <laughs> so it, we really tested our body through a period of time to see. And it, it was because I believed that veganism, for example, I really believed the science behind it. And I really embraced the idea of no harming animals at all. And I and I love it. I'm very passionate about it. And I we both still are passionate and believe in animals and love them and... Also honor the people who choose to go vegan right. for all those reasons. But it didn't work for me. Right. Um, and I did it for six months. Yeah. And so well, I did not thrive. Right. And, and a lot of people don't. There are a lot of people that do. But I think more often, more people don't. I venture to say that because I think that there's a majority of people that probably need more protein than a vegan diet can provide easily. If you're really adamant about getting protein in as a vegan, it's it's a challenge. Mm -hmm. So if you are a high protein person, it's hard to get that kind of um, nutrition mm -hmm. in a vegan diet. But not everybody is. A lot of people don't need a whole lot of protein to operate well, um, including me. And I don't know that that was my issue. I could be a vegan for a short period of time, but I didn't thrive. I didn't feel any better than when I was being a vegetarian or semi-vegetarian. Mm -hmm. um, and I really enjoy eating fish. Um, I enjoy eating some poultry. So for me, that's my choice. Um, I didn't want to give it up. However, again, it's the animal thing. And it, 
there's somewhat of a, a, a weight on me, even though, of course, yeah, even though I do my best to get sustainable fish and, uh, and free range chickens and turkeys. It's always in the back of my mind. <laughs> yeah. This is where, um, prayer and Thanksgiving come. Absolutely. And again, we want to honor wherever anybody is and with no judgment about where you are in your travels and your belief system, where you are. We work with vegans. We work with paleo people. We work with athletes. We work with moms and and children. And so um, what we want to do, though, is very specifically, we want to make you the very best vital vegan. (laughs) And that's where (laughs) where you want to be that you can. Right. You know. Right. And so. make sure that it's right for you. So. Yeah, and our job is to challenge that. That's right. Right? Yeah. So yeah. vegans, let's explain for some people who may not mm-hmm. know exactly what that is. Right. The core belief of vegan is to not hurt or injure um, or use any kind of animal or animal products. So they not only don't eat animals, but they won't have animal products like honey or Bee milk. pollen or any kind of dairy at all. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's what a, a vegan is. So they subsist mm-hmm. on vegetables and grains and legumes mm-hmm. and that's pretty much it um, and and it can be an extremely healthful diet so as long as they're getting enough of the protein that they need through the vegetables and legumes which you can yeah absolutely uh, yep there's a good way to do it a lot of times people are vegans for moral reasons and don't pay attention to the nutrition as much and one thing that is also vegan is is sugar veganism has a lot of processed foods in its culture right um so yes you can be a junk food vegan sure and not thrive at all because of that right so it's really important no matter what way you go whether it's paleo raw vegan is to be choose the best quality to you know not go in one direction where you might be morally following the belief system but nutritionally not yeah so that's that's vegan and like we said we both believe it can be extremely healthful um depends Mm -hmm. on who you are yeah yeah and then the last one we were going to talk about was raw. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, when I tried raw, it was in the middle of winter. So <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say that while I tried raw for probably a, a full month, it was really hard for me. Especially in the winter. Especially in the winter. <laughs> it's so much more natural for me to go raw in in the summer. Absolutely. And yeah. we, we both kind of do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. It's hard not to, especially if you're growing your own food. You know, yeah. I'm eating salad out of my garden every single day. There's so I'm much so jealous of your garden. <laughs> so I'm eating raw every day and, and it, it feels great. It feels lively. But raw foodists, true raw foodists mm-hmm. don't eat anything that is not raw. <laughs> yeah. So And raw is defined as anything not um, not heated over, what is it, say 114, I think. Or... Right. Although some raw foodists do eat meat. They eat raw meat. Um, That's true. So they're not necessarily them... vegans. Right, um, and they'll ha- they can also have dairy if it's raw dairy. You know, it hasn't yeah. been pasteurized; it's raw. But there's no cooking involved, so right. yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's all raw, which is is a challenge in it of itself too. In the winter time, especially, yeah. In the winter time, if you do it healthily, it takes a lot more energy. It takes a lot more um, mm-hmm. dedication, I guess you'd say, to do it the right way. Yeah, going raw for a little while can be really fun and interesting and creative. Right. So, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I think you, you should probably look at a calendar and choose, you know, two weeks paleo, two weeks raw, two weeks vegan. Why not? <laughs> Try them all. Yeah. Yeah. It is one of our messages, I think, that we, we want to encourage people to play around and test their system. Any system is going to work for you if you take out the junk right. and the processed foods and come to the table with more consciousness, a focus on quality of food. 
and yes. leafy greens. You know that no matter what diet you're doing, that should be the number one thing on your. And meat. all three of them love leafy greens. Right. Yeah, there's not there's, <laughs> there's not a common denominator there. <laughs> yeah, there's not one diet that eliminates that. Every single diet has leafy greens. Yeah. So there's a diet for anybody, and what we have we probably follow almost all the diets. It, it, in, in a sure. month, in a month's time, you know, one day we might be paleo, one day we might be raw. Yeah. And, and that's the way it should be. It's a matter of, you know, testing yourself and knowing how you feel that day, that month, mm-hmm. and trying what works best for you. I think activity level, stress level, your environment and your community all can be a big contributor, too, with how successful or not that you are with any of these ideas. I agree. So we're here to encourage you to play. Yeah. Get in the kitchen and play. Yep. Um, our cookbook, uh, Nourish, has raw, vegan and paleo. That's right. <laughs> Among others. Among others, ideas in it. And so, um, yeah, try them out. And we'd love to hear from you if you want, if you tried or if you have tried in the past. And we'd love to hear how it went for you and your feedback about that. Okay. So, honor the body, explore. Till next time. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening. I'm Wendy Bright Fallon. And I'm Debbie Peterson. Join us next time for more of Nourish Noshes. Continue the conversation about real people, real food, and real results on our Facebook page, Nourish Cookbook. Be well.